you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Well, following your week 14 Sunday, welcome to another Monday edition of Move the Sticks. Brett Lewis here with our former NFL scouts, lead draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks. Uh, so on the Monday after a Sunday where we now have three-fourths of the league, <laughs> 75% of the league with at least six wins, which means they're alive, still in this thing alive. here in the playoff hunt. And uh, this was a Sunday that we just saw where no lead was safe. Uh, comebacks aplenty, although some that fell short. That's how we kick off our big three here for you this Monday. We'll start with the Bills and Bucks down in Tampa in a game that looked like the Bucks were going to run away with. But the Bills mounting a furious second-half comeback, keyed by Josh Allen's three touchdowns, all in the game's final 22 minutes. Field goal forced OT late for Buffalo then. The only touchdown that mattered, though, was Tom Brady's 700th career touchdown pass. That counts postseason stats. They came in overtime. Brashad Perryman serving as your walk-off winner, 33-27. Bucks have now won four in a row. And, Bucky, it felt like they were going to dominate this game from wire to wire, but they allowed the, the Bills back into it. 
but eventually made enough plays to get it done. Yeah, they let their foot off the gas a little bit because this was a game in which they dominated for three quarters. You saw the running game. You saw Tom Brady being efficient in the passing game. They moved up and down the field. And then they really were controlling the Bills' offense as well. And so this is kind of the classic case of a team getting bored, getting a little complacent, and they allowed the Bills to get a little momentum. And then when that momentum was built in the fourth quarter, then they found themselves in a game, and they almost let a winnable game slip through their hands. Well, one thing I argue with, it says on the screen right there, Tampa 33, Buffalo 27. It should say Tampa 33, Josh Allen 27, <laughs> because that was a one-man band with Don't what wait. Josh Allen did in this game. A team that didn't hand the ball to the running back in the first half found a running game after that, courtesy of Josh. That was it. He was the entire running game, rushing for over 100 yards in this ball game, And it was not just scrambles. This was QB sweep. This was QB power. This was draws. This was zone reads they emptied out every quarterback run you could in this game and he delivered and got them back in the football game now the thing that worries me obviously them not being able to run the ball with backs is concerning but then josh allen getting a little bit nicked to. up yeah not trying to <laughs> josh allen getting nicked up in this if josh allen's not 100 healthy coming down the stretch team is they're, cooked. they're cooked yeah completely cooked because they are dependent on him uh, but hats off to him they didn't win the football game but josh allen willed them back into it to make it very competitive and the only caveat i'll say to that is like Okay, if he's not 100%, he could probably still do some Josh Allen type things. Yeah. But if he's banged up enough to where he can't put this team on his back, then it's like they don't have enough yeah. answers here. Uh, and they, they could, on the flip side, while they, they weren't totally you know demoralized on the ground like they have been in some games this year, Leonard Fournette still had a really good day at a long rushing touchdown yeah. in this game. But they couldn't get after Tom Brady either. No. Um, and that, look, not many not teams, many teams do. Not the many ball's teams out of his hands. The ball's out of his yeah, hands yeah. so quick. He knows exactly where he's going. But he is pressured far less than any other quarterback in football. Tristan Wirfs is a big part of that. The oh, second-year yeah. right tackle. He's the best right tackle in football right now? He's been outstanding. He's been yeah, no, it's that's an absolute home run pick. Uh, and he does it in the pass game as well as he'll move you in the run game. I, I mean, I, I'm just consistently amazed by how quickly he has dominated on the right side of that offensive line as a second-year player in this league. And knowing all that, you know, that, that offense and Tom Brady as a quarterback can put on you as an offensive line and the pressure that you're under for a non-mobile quarterback to keep Keep him upright. Let him get out. Man, he has been so good for that team. And, look, I mean, obviously good in the run game, too, because they're they're kind of steadily creeping up in that aspect of the offense. I mean, that is a good football team getting better uh, down the stretch. Yeah, that's the best team in the NFC. There you go. Right there. Number three seed right now. We're going to see the team with the best record. We'll get into that matchup with the Cardinals uh, and the Rams there in the NFC West tonight on Monday Night Football. That preview coming up a bit later in the show. But, uh, look, guys, I mean, th those three teams, those four teams really at the top, those division leaders in real good shape there. Cowboys coming off a win over Washington. We'll get to that here as well. And then you got all those teams with six wins that, are, you know, are still alive. <laughs> in the hunt. Washington, even with the loss, still holding on to a spot in the playoffs. Let's look at the AFC. What happens now to the Bills after this loss? Well, it's getting desperate. And it's getting desperate quick here because they are now grasping for dear life to that final wild card spot, seventh there in the AFC, just behind the Colts and the Chargers. Okay, let's get back to business here in the big three, back to the games. It's the Ravens and the Browns, and this one, second meeting in three weeks for these two teams, but for Cleveland, it was their second straight game against Baltimore, had the buy in between. Lamar Jackson injured in this game. Tyler Huntley finishes the game at quarterback, but couldn't finish the comeback. Brown survived 24-22 in the AFC North Division race. Gets even more murky. Baltimore still technically on top, but it does not feel like 
they have the staying power to finish there. We'll get that here in just a second. But let's start with the offense here for the Cleveland Browns. It was bad when they played the Ravens a couple of weeks ago, a little bit better this week. Yeah, I mean, still don't get 300 yards. Right. So, I mean, there's still reasons to be alarmed here when you're looking at this Cleveland Browns offense. The one thing I will add, though, is that when you watch this tape, they're down a couple tight ends. They didn't run the ball as well as they would like. I saw this Browns team up close and personal. One of the reasons I was buying them, even though they lost the game out here to the Chargers, was because they got in 13 personnel with those three tight ends. They ran the ball with those two big physical backs. And then you could go off play action with Baker Mayfield where he's comfortable. This is a game they didn't have the tight ends. Kareem Hunt goes down, and it's more of kind of a drop-back game. Even though the Ravens are decimated on defense, that's not, how, that's not the Browns' formula for yeah. them to win going forward. What do you think, Buck? No, it's, it's not their formula. It's not their recipe. And I'm really surprised because when you look at the Ravens, I just worry about the Ravens having too many injuries to overcome. We can talk about a secondary that is really struggling because you've lost two primary playmakers in Marlon Humphrey and then Marcus Peters. And so they don't have the ability to cover and do those things. But then offensively, without Lamar Jackson, you just don't have the guy who can make it all go away, meaning he's the Febreze in the deal. He, he, he covers and masks all the odors because his dynamic playmaking ability, even though he wasn't playing great, this offense is different when you remove him from the equation. Tyler Huntley was admirable, admirable yeah. good performance, but he's not Lamar Jackson and they miss him. Yeah, again, like 38 pass attempts from the backup quarterbacks, tough duty, I think, for anybody. Yes. And that's what Tyler Huntley was charged with doing because they were down in this game from the jump and for much of it. And look, he brought them back. Like, they had an opportunity here at the very end, get the onside kick, and they just couldn't quite get it done. And here's the issue. They really couldn't get it done on third down in this game. They converted a single third down. They were one for 12. And while Mark Andrews continues to be one of the best tight ends in football. He had 11 targets, and he caught 11 passes in this game. He was incredibly efficient here, but who else, right? Like, who else? not just in yeah. the pass game, but, like, Devontae Freeman? Is that what we're going to hang team, our hat on This team has not been team? scoring points for yeah. a long time. They've been able to win some football games, but I still think when you look at it, say this was not just Lamar Jackson being out of the lineup. They've, they've had issues, a lot of it health-related, obviously the running exactly. backs and everybody else. Yeah, so it's like if they're out of answers on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary – uh, they're out of answers, certainly with Lamar Jackson. I'd be very out nervous. Yeah. I'd be very nervous right now, Baltimore. Uh, all right, let's continue here in the Big Three uh, by getting back to another team in the AFC North. That was the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the San Francisco 49ers here. And so let's get to that. Another game where a team built a big lead mm -hmm. in the 49ers. Uh, but in the second half, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase getting Cincinnati back into it almost single-handedly. Forced the uh, – even scored the first – Points of overtime, actually, once they forced it with that field goal. But then Brandon Ayuk, I mean, just like levitating along the sideline, just getting in, initially ruled down on review. It's the touchdown, and the 49ers get the win in OT, 26-23. to 23. Nick Bosa? Wow. <laughs> Again, uh, establishing himself and asserting his dominance uh, over an opposing offensive line. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of gone under the radar. You know, you look at what Micah Parsons has done this year. You look at what T.J. Watt has done. But yeah. I, this guy's got 14 sacks. And to me, he's the best technician pass rusher mm. in the league in terms of you watch him and see how good he is with his hands. You can see it right here, the wrist control that he uses, yeah. the array of moves that he has. He can beat you with speed. He can beat you with power. But to me, I think he's the most polished pass rusher we have in the game right now. And he's been dominant. And don't forget, this guy tore his ACL last year. Right. To do what he's doing right now is pretty special. Well, I'll give you a dominant player similarly on the other side of the ball for the 49ers, and that was George Kittle in mm. this game. It was absolutely uh, phenomenal. 13 catches on 15 targets. And 
Look, Kyle Shanahan does a great job. We know that's a creative offense, and they scheme up ways to get George Kittle in mm -hmm. primetime uh, opportunities. But then he's just running free down the field here. Like that, to me, it's, something's wrong with that from a defensive strategy standpoint here. When he's attached to the line of scrimmage and nobody gets a finger on him, he gets free releases and finds the holes in zone coverage. Even in one-on-one -on -one man coverage against a corner on a whip route, beat him like a drum uh, against the safety and Von Bell beat him for chunk plays. I mean, everybody wore some for the Cincinnati Bengals defense, <laughs> yeah. including a defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo. Yeah, look, this is the thing about the Cincinnati Bengals. After the game, Zach Taylor said, we felt like we threw everything at them to slow down George Kittle. But then when George Kittle has the kind of day that he had, 151 passing yards, one touchdown, you certainly didn't do a good enough job there were a lot of, guys of slowing them down. Yeah, but and so my, my thing with the Bengals, it will continue to be, are they mature enough to be able to get this done? Because the division is right there for them to take it. They just haven't wrapped their hands around it and taken it. They're, they're arguably the healthiest, most talented yeah. team in the AFC North, right? So that begs the question, like, who is going to win this division, Buck? I, I mean, look, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals because I think their talent is superior to the others. And if Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd can figure this thing out, I think they're good enough in the passing game to run out to some leads. And then it comes down to Joe Mixon and the defense taking care of business. But give me the Bengals. Look, the Ravens are sitting there in first place, but they are so decimated by injuries. I, I can't go with them. And their schedule is brutal coming down the stretch. So to me, I, I hear what you're saying about Joe Burrow. That'd be the quarterback I'd want to get behind. But when I look at complete rosters, when they're healthy, the Cleveland Browns are not right now. I'm going to ride with them. I've been riding with them all year long. And I just believe if they can get the tight ends back, they get the backs back, and you get into some of these key games coming down the stretch, Miles Garrett has shown he can take over a football game. Yep. There is nobody else in this division can do what he can do uh, to dominate. And you saw Clowney coming to life a little bit yeah. yesterday as well. So I'm going to stick with the Brownies. This has been a long journey. Don't let me down, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking about on Garrett, that one play where uh, he has the strip, the sack, the recovery, and returns it for the score. Like we used to call the just the recovery the trifecta. Yes. Is that is that like some sort of quad situation here? <laughs> you also return it for six points. Uh, so here's the thing with the team: each team in this division still has two division games remaining of yeah. their final four. But for the Ravens, the other two games are against the Packers and the Rams. And they have the toughest stretch, and they probably have the biggest challenge just from a health standpoint. With Lamar Jackson now dealing with some sort of ankle injury here, and then yeah. in addition to the other issues they've been dealing with all year, both at running back depth and then cornerback depth. I guess my answer here is um, not the Ravens. <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to win. Anybody yeah. want to throw a card in? You know, the Steelers yeah, have the ring here to this thing. I, I don't know, man. This is going to be a fun division to watch. Like that's that's the bright side of this whole thing. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. 23-5 and five now after Sunday Night Football <laughs> as we welcome you back to this Monday edition of Move the Sticks. Brett Lewis, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks here with the Elite Eight. And uh, it's nice to lead a life with no regret. Like Aaron Rodgers here and his ownership of the Chicago Bears. It's one thing to say it. DJ, it is another thing to prove it as we continue using regrets or lack thereof for some teams and some players here in our Elite Eight category here. Yeah, I I don't think there's any regrets (laughs) whatsoever. He said as much. You you don't have to regret making a statement like that when you know not only are you better than anything they can put out there, but your supporting cast is going to be able to help you as well. And there's no answer for Devontae Adams. So when I know I can get a completion anytime I want to 17, when you get down to the goal line and he can sell a fade like that and cross dudes up, uh, yeah, no regrets whatsoever for Aaron Rodgers. I'm with him on that one. Uh, unbelievable. It, on the flip side for the Green Bay Packers, absolutely no regrets in signing Rasul Douglas off the Cardinals practice squad earlier. Remember, he had the interception against the Cardinals, right? That uh, that helped seal that game. And this, how about an interception return for a touchdown pick six in back-to-back games? This is a guy who was the third-round pick of the Eagles back in 2017, and it bounced around this year. This is fourth different team. I'm talking about the Raiders, the Cardinals. He was with the Texans and now here with the Green Bay Packers. And, like, thank goodness they have him because they've been without Jair Alexander for much of this season, and he has been a terrific player. I think it's 
Like, it's a great case study for players finding the right fit with a team. Absolutely. Because he's been a terrific player. For it is all about the right fit because that's how he played at West Virginia. He was a ball magnet. He did a great job. Oh, making what was in the scouting report? Uh, unbelievable ball skills. Exclamation yeah. point, exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point. Three times <laughs> in that scouting report you wrote there on Russell Douglas. It has paid off here for the Packers. I have no doubt. Okay, so I have no regrets for the Raiders stopping on the Chiefs logo because it certainly Whoa, didn't fire you them You have no regrets? No regrets. No, I'm sure he didn't fire them up. It didn't have any impact on the game. Yannick Ngakwe run out to the middle of the field. They're just stomping on it. This had no impact on the game. None at all. Like, just seeing all those guys there, I'm sure no one in the Chiefs organization had any idea that the Raiders decided to stomp on the logo, just like they didn't know that they took a victory lap around the stadium last year. <laughs> it had no impact on the game. I'm sure the Raiders will continue to do this practice because it paid off so well for so them in the future. Do you think there was somebody in that Raiders little gaggle <laughs> that was kind of slowly following Unique Ngakwe? It was like, I love the, the, this is not a good idea. Let's not. Are we going to? Okay. First of all, I love the support staffer you saw. You saw the players and you saw somebody. I don't think it was a coach, but a support staffer, like waving it on, like waving on the fans. Like, dude, you're not playing. Okay. Yeah. First of all, going to the logo is a dumb idea. Second yeah. of all, yeah. you trying to do this is, is no good. I do want to. Can I just address one thing, though? You, you get, get the camera here and just address before we started the show today, NFL Now's Andrew Siciliano found a Move the Six logo, and he was jumping up and down on it, <laughs> talking all kinds of trash. And we're not standing for it, man. I'm just letting you know right now, we're not no here logo for any stuff. Of that. I mean, that's something I'd expect from Hansis or yeah. one of you know one of that. Crew. No, but Andrew but really Siciliano? Yeah, it was tough. Unbelievable. Uh, can I keep us going? You can, please. All right, I, I I think the Denver Broncos and Vic Fangio have no regrets about sticking with Teddy Bridgewater. How loud were those chants saying, okay, gosh, do you go to Drew Locke? You know, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't give effort on a turnover, and now we got to put him on the bench and move on. Well, turns out they know they're around these guys every day, and Teddy gives them their best chance to win. And the Broncos are right in the thick of it. So having the patience there, I think that was a good move. No regrets for the Broncos on that one. Yeah, no regrets for Mike McCarthy in saying he was – very confident that they were going to go into Washington and get a win. And all he all he really needed to say after that, when he had the follow-up question about the bulletin board material, like, you think this is going to fire up Washington? He should have been like, um, C, colon, Micah Parsons. <laughs> yes, I am confident we are going to go into Washington and win. Same feeling for Dak Prescott. After he threw that pick six to Cole Holcomb, kind of unexplicably under five minutes to go, letting Washington back into the game. I'm sure he had some regret. He was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I threw that ball in this situation. And then he gets back to the sideline, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no regrets. C, colon, Micah Parsons and Randy Gregory and that Cowboys defense that has been a catalyst for their success this season. They give everybody in that Cowboys organization no regrets. No, no regrets. So I'm going to stay in Texas. But how about the Houston Texans? No regrets starting Davis Mills because this gives them – Gives him an opportunity to maybe look at the draft and go elsewhere instead of quarterback. Had a 300-yard game. Didn't look bad. Made some plays. Did you see a little touchdown? And if he can play and manage the position, it allows him some freedom and flexibility to do some other things in the draft. So, not a bad first start. Let's see how it looks the rest of this. Uh, here's one for you real quick. Yep. Just on the, on the Texans, I was with Mark Ross on game day live on Sunday, and uh, he, he coined uh, the new triplets for the Texans, the rookies, Davis Mills, oh. Nico Collins and Brevin Jordan. Oh, oh there you go. That may, yeah. be, that may be a little too, I mean, a little, a little too little much. A little early. Let's Still, signs of hope. A little early. All right, I'm going to go. Sometimes you make a decision. You that say immediately, later. I have no regrets. Then given more time to think about it, you go, in, in fact, maybe I, I'd do something different. Chase Claypool, it's been a few days now. Oh, I've boy. got to believe that now that he's had time to think about it, see the tape. Mm-hmm. 
he might regret this a little bit. Getting up, giving you the first, okay. down. first down. Your teammates, okay. Trey Turner, is coming to help you try and get the football. Now you're mad at mm. him. Mad at I him. think he in hindsight, a little His distance neck. has traveled between this moment. I would imagine there's at least a, a little hint of regret there on this one. It's still a little cringy when I watch that. It's just it like, mm. yeah. No, that, that one bothers me a little bit there. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm Sean Payton, I have no regrets about finally putting Taysom Hill at quarterback and letting him be the Wildcat playmaker that he really is. We saw him have over 200 total yards of offense, 248 to be exact. Did a good job throwing it. But this is what we've been waiting to see. Taysom Hill scored two touchdowns, has 70-something yards on the ground. We see the big play on the sweep. This is the Taysom Hill that everyone wanted to see. Yeah. Why did it take us so long? He was just kind of letting it slow cook, but now it's ready. Now we're ready for the Taste of Mill experience. Alvin Kamara back. Saints yeah. are in the hunt in the oh, NFC. I mean, like there those final couple of wild card spots are, are up for grabs there. And uh, maybe that maybe that kind of off certainly helps when you're playing the Jets, I guess. But that was the elephant in the room there. I was going to let uh, you were waiting for that one to come in. I saw you kind of loading up. I can sometimes <laughs> yeah. see it in your in the <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. All right, back here with you on this Move the Sticks Monday here, looking at the NFC playoff picture. And you got two teams going at it on Monday night football, prominently featured here in the NFC, starting with the team of the number one seed, best record in all of football, that the Arizona Cardinals getting set to host the Los Angeles Rams, that number one wild card in second place in the NFC West there at eight and four. It's a really fun game to get ready for here. And it kind of goes back to a little bit of what we saw from the Cardinals week one, right? When they kind of announced their presence, mm-hmm. went into Nashville and out physical the Tennessee Titans. See that again tonight against that, the Rams, that, that kind of mentality? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I, I want to see, do they bring that same physical presence? They did it in the last meeting between these two teams. The Rams have struggled when teams have tried to get really physical with them. So are they going to be able to match up better in this contest? Last time, the Cardinals were able to run it down their throats. I thought they took over the line of scrimmage. They've done that in just about every big game they've played. Can they do it again? That's going to be the key to this game. You know, Chris Stapleton's got a song uh, that's uh, about the stars coming out in L.A. Well, you know, big, you know, you got a big clear sky in the desert, too. So the stars, they need to come out in Glendale, Arizona, for the L.A. Rams, particularly on defense. That's Aaron Donald. That's Von Miller. That's Jalen Ramsey. They have to have a huge impact on this game, trying to slow down Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and all of the options that he has and that offense has. They have to be huge for the Rams to win this game here, Buck. Yeah, they have to be huge, but to me, this is all about Sean McVay and which Sean McVay is going to show up. The one that loves the running game or the one that loves Matthew Stafford and wants to drop back and throw it 40 to 45 times. If they run the football and they're balanced, they can get to the big plays that he desires because it'll force those guys to come into the box. But if they try and throw it all over the yard and allow Vance Joseph to heat them up like he's prone to do, this could be an ugly performance for Matthew Stafford, particularly with the turnovers that have popped up over the last part of the season. Are they equipped to still be the, the Rams, that kind of dominant ground team that we saw in their heyday with Todd Gurley and, I don't, and I don't know the if best form of that offense? I don't know if they can be as dominant, but Sony Michelle gives them a bit of an option. He's not what Todd Gurley was during his heyday. He's not what Cam Akers was a, a year ago, but he can just be a solid player. It's not really the yards, it's yeah. the attempts. They just need to try and run it to control the game and keep them from teeing off on Matthew Stafford. And how about James Conner as one of like the best free agent acquisitions this year? I mean, yeah. having a career resurgence. That in ball gets down inside the five. It's a touchdown. It's, it's his deal. Every time. And Chase Edmonds starting yeah. to get his way back from injured reserve as well. So Cardinals getting healthy at the right time after Kyler missed uh, some time. They're still number one seed in the NFC. Real quick, though. Bucks, Cardinals. Ooh, that'd be a nice one. You ready oh, for that? You're, I, I'm just saying, who do you like? Uh, I didn't stutter. I said the Bucks. Bucky, real quick. Come mm, on. I like the Cardinals. Okay. You're the tiebreaker. Go ahead. Bucks. Okay. There you Bucks. Go. Right now, I All right. trust them more. I guess we'll see tonight. Maybe I, can I defer no, to tomorrow? It. That's okay. Cement. <laughs> it's time for a little bye week tune up here, guys. Four teams on the bye. Last bye week here in the NFL. And you got a couple of teams certainly in the mix with the Patriots leading the AFC. Colts in there at the number six seed. But the Eagles and Dolphins certainly not out of it, even though they're out of the structure 
as of right now. And DJ, let's talk about what the Eagles needed to work on here in this bye week to remain in contention. First of all, looking at their schedule, I think they've got a very good chance of getting into the postseason here. They need to get Jalen Hurts back comfortable. He's going to be back in the lineup. Gardner Minshew did a nice job, was outstanding in his one game. But they're going back to Jalen Hurts just being a little more consistent with the easy throws with the layups. If he makes layups complimenting their run game, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Look, when, when you think about them, and it's all about Jalen Hurts upgrading the run game. But what I want to see is the Miami Dolphins and what yeah. the Dolphins can do with Tua Tagovailoa coming out the break in terms of expanding upon this RPO package that has helped him win five straight games, four of those with Tua as the starting quarterback. His passer rating has been over 100 in each of those games. But can we take it where he can push it down the field? I'll say this. DJ said it. He's the RPO master. I haven't seen anybody who can do this and get it out of his hands as quick as Tua Tagovailoa. It's one of the reasons why this offense looks a little better with him at the helm. Yeah, for the Patriots, uh, who are on a bye week as the top seed in the AFC coming off uh, a dominant victory over the Bills, I, I, the only tune-up that needs to happen is with that stem machine in the training room. Like, make sure Damian Harris has, you know, adequate usage for that hamstring, right? So we can keep thinking, you know, ice and stem and Advil, make sure all that stuff is stocked up and ready to go. And, that, I mean, look, they're a team who knows who they are, continue assessing that dominance with you, asserting that dominance mm -hmm. with your identity, I mean, like, is there a glaring weakness? I mean, you want to say they don't push it down the field a bunch, but that's not who they are, that is how right? They why, why? Yeah, so, I mean, like, they're in pretty good shape here, as we said on the bye week. It's a nice nice break for them. I feel like about, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, um, the school administration issued the ID card to the Indianapolis Colts, and the Indianapolis Colts know exactly <laughs> who they are. So yeah. they just got to come out and do what they've been doing. That's Carson Wentz, for the most part, Take care of the football. Jonathan Taylor, you're going to rely on him. This offense runs through this ground game. You look at their remaining schedule here. It's a big game coming up against the Patriots. And they run it against New England? I, that's what I'm wanting to see. I think they're going to have to give it a shot. I think they've got some physicality there. I think they, they're able to get that done. And then defensively, this front with DeForest Buckner and company, they can take over games. Yeah, and by the way, Kenny Moore uh, has become mm. one of the better corners in football. Deserves probably a little bit more respect. He's been a big play guy for him this year, too. So they've got the talent to make it happen there take care of the football and let Jonathan Taylor run that rock and that'll be a fun game to watch uh, right here on NFL Network Saturday night it's time for our rookie report cards Justin Fields nice first half uh, what do you think Buck or uh, DJ so I'm gonna give him a B minus here I love the ability to extend and create some plays using his legs in this game there was obviously the turnovers there are times we kind of locked on and forced the football but I think overall good progress I like where things are heading with Justin Fields as it relates to some of these other young passers. All right, let's get a look at some of the other grades that we handed out this week. Uh, so you see Justin Fields with the B minus. Davis Mills gets the B plus. D for Zach Wilson. Again, team struggles. Big part of that as well. Same goes for Trevor Lawrence, who gets the F from you here, Bucky. And man, do we have something to talk about here in Jacksonville. Bucky, let's start with you here because I know you've been following the Jags very closely. Obviously, you've been handing out Trevor Lawrence's grades uh, all week long or all year long. And then this week we get Tom Pelissero's report about the dysfunction going on with Urban Meyer and the staff issues within the staff, the assistant coaches, the players having issue with the way Urban's guiding this team. What is going on right now? Oh, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. I mean, I think what you have is what no one wanted to see when you have a college coach take an NFL job. You have uh, a little bit of a disconnect in terms of the way business is done in the National Football League. You have a staff that has a mixture of pro guys and college guys. And what you see on the field is a hodgepodge of philosophies and schematics that have impacted the players, namely the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence. And so when you mess up the quarterback, Everything springs from that. And right now, Trevor Lawrence looks nothing like 
the quarterback that we have held as a generational talent, one that yeah. we celebrated like Andrew Luck and John Elway. And so a lot of this or all of this falls at the feet of the head coach because it doesn't look like there's a plan in place to get him or the rest of the team headed in the right direction. Well, look, Urban Meyer's done nothing but win his whole life. When you look at, at, Ur at Urban when he was at Bowling Green, then to Utah, then you obviously go to Florida and then Ohio right. State, just win, win, win. But when he took this job, there were some questions that were out there at the time. And let me just kind of revisit these questions at that time. Number one, how is he going to handle losing? Just said he's never really done that before. How is he going to be able to handle that? Well, not well. That's the answer we have so far. This odd hodgepodge of a staff that he put together, they weren't his guys traveling with him from one job to the next. He wasn't able to even get the strength coach at Ohio State to come with him. So all these new guys, how has that collection worked? Well, it's been a complete and total failure. And then the next thing, the question that existed was, he was a prolific recruiter. And in college, I'd rather have a great recruiter and a good coach versus the opposite. And now you get to the NFL, the, the playing field's level. There's no such recruiting advantage. We have a draft. Everything's equal. There's parity. So now it really comes down to how well you can coach and manage games and manage a team. And that's been a complete failure. So all those questions that were out there that existed – Man, it has gone the wrong way, and it has gone the wrong way fast. The only thing that I'll add to the end of that is when he was hired, much was made about all the power he had. He had all yeah. the personnel power, the power with the staff, the roster, everything. The only person, in my opinion, more powerful than him outside the owner is this guy throwing the football here in Trevor Lawrence. And once you lose him, now you could be in trouble, and this could be quickly over. It's a great point. And so then how worried should we be about how this stunts the development right now of Trevor Lawrence, a guy you spent, Bucky, this uh -oh. e immense capital on in a pick you don't ever – in a position you don't ever want to be in again, number one overall, having to take a quarterback. You know, at this, at this point, how are you – you know, like if your ownership and, and your management here, how are you – what are you doing, like thinking about how this could affect – Trevor Lawrence moving forward. Well, you're very worried about it. You're very worried about it because, like, this was a big deal to get Trevor Lawrence to come to Jacksonville. When you win the opportunity to get the number one pick, I mean, because you've lost so much, like, you're thinking this is a lottery ticket that is going to allow you to cash in and kind of rebuild the franchise, put you back up. But I feel like Jacksonville has taken the lottery ticket and they lost it on the way to cash it into the cashier's thing. So now what you're looking at is a team that doesn't have a management plan. And it's really been like this from the time that Trevor Lawrence has stepped in. You had debates inside the building where, hey, we want him to play traditional NFL quarterback yeah. versus doing some of the stuff that he did really, really well at Clemson. And we have seen the new way to get young quarterbacks going is to meet them halfway. It's a combination of what they did in college versus what you want to ask them to do in the pros. And each and every year it evolves. Well, now Trevor Lawrence is back at square one because he's not doing any of that and he is struggling in the offense that they have him in. Last thing as we move on here, Robert Sala had the second pick. Urban Meyer had the first pick. Both guys are losing in a big way. Robert Sala, the way he's handled himself. Look what Urban Meyer did at the end of that ball game, even going the out in the field, the handshake with Mike Vrabel, a guy he's known for a long time. Yeah, That shows you the difference between somebody who understands where they're at in the process in a building phase versus somebody who's completely and completely misguided with what he was getting himself into. Told you guys ways to build culture. Love, toughness, and team. I don't know, as Tom reported, calling all your assistant coaches losers in the staff meeting, I love toughness and team. That's 0 for 3. That's 0 for 3 on that one right there as the Jaguars are trying to figure this thing out moving forward. Seattle Seahawks got a win this week over the Houston Texans, but it's been a struggle this season. And again, bringing up talk about Russell Wilson's future in Seattle, uh, about 
Pete Carroll's future mm -hmm. in Seattle and Ian Rappaport saying trade talks. Expect to hear more of that kind of discussion this offseason as we heard this last offseason. Bucky, what do you make of the situation in Seattle here moving forward? Well, look, it's, it's not what the Seattle Seahawks anticipated or wanted. They thought that they would have a much better team. They thought with Jamal Adams and the defense and everything, they would get it going. But it's not where they are right now. Here's the thing. There's two years left on Russell Wilson's deal at about $51 million. And Look, he's the best option that they can find at quarterback. And so I believe John Snyder and his staff, they have to figure out a way to kind of make it right with the pieces that they have. Because if you lose Russell Wilson, you're not going to get an upgrade in return, particularly looking at the 2022 20, quarterback club. Well, if you're wondering what the future looks like, then look at the team right now because this is their team. They don't have any picks. They don't have any money. So they're not going to be able to upgrade the roster around Russell Wilson, which to me, he's their only asset that they have. So... I don't. I look at a rebuild. I don't see how this is anything other than a rebuild. I don't see Pete Carroll being there for a rebuild process, and I don't see Russell Wilson wanting to stick around to be a part of a slow rebuild. He's the asset. I, to me, I think he's gone after this year. I really do, and I think you have a new coach, and it is a reset button in Seattle. You know what's kind of interesting? I mentioned they just beat the Texans. Are they all that different from the situation that Houston's in right now with like their major? I mean, obviously they're different. You know, extenuating circumstances yeah. with the quarterbacks. But as, like, the only major asset? The only you know difference I mean? is the age. I mean, the Deshaun Watson mm -hmm. thing, obviously, that's a unique Younger situation. But, man, yeah. he has got plenty more in front of him as a player. Whew, man, uh, real interesting and very tough decisions that are going to be have to made in, in Seattle here this year to try to figure out where this organization charts its path now moving forward. But we got a great game tonight here uh, between the – Cardinals and the Rams on Monday night. Two more episodes of Move the Sticks coming up for you later this week. For Bucky and DJ, I'm Rhett. We'll see you next Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.